coming to you live from the Salty Dog Bar in Meredith City. The hottest spot in all of LFT 926. It's Elite Week on Radio Free Galactica Channel 07. Hello, hello, everybody. I am Kai Zen, uh, and this is Elite Week Galactic Water Cooler. Whoo! Episode 81, June 4th. The more things change, the more they stay the same. With special guests down to earth astronomy. Tonight, I am drinking something a little special. Let's see if you can hear this. That is a bottle of six and 20 five grain bourbon whiskey uh, from, uh, let's see, Carolinas. And uh, let's just pour just a little teeny bit of that into a glass. There you go. Once you hit the top of the glass, you should stop pouring. Uh, yeah, it's going to be one of those nights. I've got 6 and 20 five-grain bourbon whiskey in my left hand, and I've got dragon's milk in my right because it's one of those days. With me, as always, is Commander Roy Cookson, my XO. Say hi, Roy. Good evening, everyone. Glad you're with us. And what are you drinking tonight? I've got a red blend from Portugal called Castelo de Verdão. There you go. So, trying that out. There you go. That's legit. And we've got Commander Tweet 74. Say hi, Tweet. What you drinking? What kind of coffee you got tonight? Hello, everybody. Tonight, Friday night, right now, I've got a nice cup of blueberry cobbler coffee with me. However, I do have a large bottle of Jack Daniels whiskey sitting next to me because, Kai, as you say, it has been one of those days. Jeez, that blueberry cobbler sounds good, but liquor is quicker. I get it. Wolf, how are you today, sir? Oh, I'm fantastic. I just opened a bottle of Boulevard Brewing Company's Whiskey Barrel Aged Imperial Stout, and it mm. is delicious. Mmm, you like it. I'm, uh, I'm going to have to try a little bit of that. And down-to-earth astronomy, my main man in Copenhagen. What's up, brother? What you drinking? I got my uh, my signature drink tonight, straight up water. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's hilarious. We get, like, down-to-earth is, like, classy and whatever. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm just living clean, living the life, and... And there's us degenerate Americans that are like, oh, man, did you see that roadmap? Let me just fill this glass up. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. I, I did have my old-fashioned earlier, so. Nice. Oh, very nice. Very nice. So, let's jump right into it. <clears throat> Tonight's going to be a little bit of a weird night. We're going to kind of fly by the seat of our pants. Uh, just uh, as a little, you know, spoiler alert, I've been up for like 38 hours now. I ended up getting a job last night Right, I mean, the guys can attest, our meeting was just ended, and I was like, okay, I gotta go to bed now, I got, like, work in four hours, and while I was still in Discord, the phone rang, and it was, hey, can you do this job for us? It's like a 17-hour job, and it was like, yeah, I guess I'll do that instead of sleep, and then come home and just scramble to get the show together, and then we'll put it on, and then by the time that show ends, I'll be, you know, awake for, like, 40 hours, and at that point, I think I'm just gonna pass out, so... Uh, I've been, um, enjoying a little alcohol cause they say that makes you stay awake and, uh, yeah, you know, just doing my thing. So we'll, let's, uh, let's, let's see where we're going to go with this. Um, 
Right off the bat, let's start off with uh, uh, the intros. And where did I have that written? There it is. Ooh, okay. Uh, so huge shout out to 6 and 20 uh, Five Grain Bourbon Whiskey and to Commander Project 675. A, f- a fan of the show literally messaged me and was like, hey, man, I want to be your sponsor. And I was like, we don't take money. I've always told everybody, like, sorry, thank you very much. No, thank you. I, it, this is Mom's Meals and Hello Fresh and this one and that one. I'm always like, no, that's cool. Thank you very much. We're, we're good. I don't want to. No. And he's like, oh, well, I was going to send you some bottles of whiskey. And I was like, well, here's my address. You're the first sponsor of Elite Week, my friend. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm drinking five free free whiskey and so everybody go out and there's going to be a link in the show notes by six and 20 because I will fucking shill for, I'm sorry. I will shill for any alcohol company that wants to sponsor us. Do not send checks, send booze. Um, all right. But that, that is legit. He, the guy who I guess owns the distillery or manages it or whatever, who gets free whiskey from them. He is a commander in elite project 675. So Yeah. This is legit. Um, Now, I want to give a huge shout out to the crew of the Juno mission that just this week got an extension to September of 2025 and whose mission will be doing an unprecedented extra close studies of Europa and Ganymede in advance of both the forthcoming NASA, uh, 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 what is it, The, the, the Europa Clipper and the ESA's Juice mission. Juice, just if, if you guys are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Juice. Juice is, stands for JU, comes from Jupiter. IC comes from icy moons. And the E is exploration. So uh, e, the ESA has a special uh, um, mission that's coming up that's going to fly, do close flybys of the icy moons of Jupiter. And, uh, and NASA has. The, the Europa Clipper that is uh, something I am very, very excited for coming up. But um, yeah, they are just starting their 35th uh, uh, revol- uh, evolution, like the, the, the uh, orbit of uh, uh, Jupiter coming up. And uh, in addition to that, they just got an extension on their thing. We're skipping real life science this week because we've got a whole lot of in-game stuff to talk about. But next week, I promise you, I will be telling you all about this Juno mission and stuff that's happening with it. That is so crazy exciting for me. I, I, I'm, I am, I, I cannot wait to tell you about that next week. We've got a major patch. Can we can we just for a second appreciate sure. astronomers' uh, ability to name their missions? <laughs> yeah, Juice. Well, I mean, that was named by a committee of from the uh, uh, European Space Agency. But yeah, it's it's interesting. The, now, the Europa Clipper. I think that's an awesome name. Uh, but yeah. Now, <clears throat> go ahead. No, I was just I was just thinking about what they then they built the VLT, the very large telescope, mm-hmm. and then when somebody decided to build one that was bigger, they was like, now what do we do? And they did the only logical thing and called it the extremely large telescope. That makes sense. <laughs> Barry, Barry is is a lot, but extremely is even more. So that make the math checks out. The math checks yeah. out. All I'm right. just waiting for BFT, big fucking telescope. There we go. <laughs> exactly. All right. So we've got a major patch, galactic ha- uh, uh, happenings, an 11th hour roadmap, and much more to discuss. And as always, our love and sympathy goes out to the devs and employees at Front. 
tier who are working hard to atone for the sins of others. And, uh, of course, I got to say it, screw the suits. If you're listening to us on the podcast and would like to see the live show and visuals, check us out on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Elite Week and on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Elite Week. If you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch and would like to know how to catch us on our podcast, check out anchor.fm forward slash Elite Week. For sending us your thoughts by email, you can reach us at EliteWeek3306 at gmail.com. Our very active and growing Elite Week Discord can be found at tinyurl.com forward slash Elite Week Discord, where you can check out or contribute to community feedback, resources on turning the wheel, and real-time updates about Elite from a variety of content creators. In addition to the Discord community feedback channel, feel free to write in our YouTube comments anything about the topic of the week, as well as anything else you'd like to share. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if you're enjoying the show on YouTube, please make sure to like and subscribe and click on the bell. It really helps us out. On Twitch, a follow would be much appreciated. If you're on Twitter, feel free to follow at EliteWeek3306 for news and information about Elite Dangerous and cool sci-fi and space news. We record live on YouTube every Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 1 a.m. UTC, so come and join in on the fun. If you're listening to us on the podcast, please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you use. And let us know if there's a format you want us to look into. We don't do Patreon, so save your money and just tell your friends about the show. You're listening to Elite Week. This is Burger Ant. Subscribe if you want. Who fucking cares? Right on. Right on. All right. <laughs> so we're going to start right off the bat with a quick two seconds with uh, down-to-earth astronomy. Astro, you're not a guest. You're family. Everybody knows it. We love you. But uh, I want a really quick hit on the fact that even though everybody already knows your channel, knows all your stuff... Uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you are by a mile the best guide maker in Elite Dangerous. And while we definitely have some, let's say, frustrations or whatnot coming up with Odyssey, there is also a whole lot of kind of cool, interesting stuff and stuff that, you know, uh, needs to be covered by some guides. You've already got some guides out to help people with grinding up their uh, gear in Odyssey and we're, we're, we're definitely going to be, we actually have a segment coming up where we're going to be talking about that in the discussion topics or part of that. Um, but I know I've talked to you a little bit earlier about some exciting stuff that is coming up with your channel with regard to different guides and, and, and helping people out with Odyssey stuff. Um, and I for sure want to give a huge plug to the Commander's Toolbox, where for all of you guys that are out there killing yourself going, where the hell do I find a destruction or a this thing or a that thing? Uh, Commander's Toolbox is the spot to go to say like, oh, these are listed here, these are listed there, and you can find this and you can find that. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the stuff that you've got coming up with uh, Odyssey Guides and whatnot? Um, yeah, so one of the things that we uh, one of the we talked about, of course, was beginning to compile a list. The list actually already exists now um, of all materials and data, and I think they're called components, data, and items. Don't ask me why. And if you go to the to the vendor, they're called assets. So naming consistency spot, pick up on foot, and and. About half of them, a little bit more than half of them, has, as far as we know right now, no use in the game. Um, so 
Therefore, I'm compiling a list of the, all the materials so you can go, you can look up which of them has known usage and which of them is just clocking up space in your inventory. You can just go sell them right now. Um, that's the plan. That's what we've been working on. List cut. Mm. It's not fully finished as there's still one engineer that we are not having information on. So the list is not complete. But as soon as we have the information on the last engineer, I can complete the list fully. And um, and then we can begin to, uh, begin to, uh, to get that thing published. That's the plan. Right on. Good stuff. All right. So let's dive right in. We I know we have limited time with you tonight, Astro, because you got to get ready to go for a thing in, early in the morning. So let's yep. uh, dive right in here. Uh, we're going to start off with the Dark Wheel. It's the Dark Wheel update. Wolf, since I'm exhausted and drunk, why don't you take it away? <laughs> sure thing. The Dark Wheel arrived in Remfaxi the other day as uh, we had intended as the plan divert in case we drove past LFT 509. Which we did. Which, of course, that happened. Um, we, we rode in on a dark horse to a picnic. Uh, the Black Sky Legion was able to successfully retreat a faction out of the system, which probably was rather serendipitous given the entire BGS mess that the game has right now. We recently just came out of a conflict and are now number two in the system. So we are currently in the climb to get into conflict with the Remfaxi General Corp for control. And that will, of course, give us a station, at which point we'll be looking to see if there's a permit opportunity. Maybe, fingers crossed, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hopefully something happens. Um... After that, we'll do an unguided expansion just to see what the hell happens. You know, maybe good, maybe bad, maybe nothing. Mm -hmm. Who knows? We'll find that out later. We're going to talk a little bit about those BGS woes coming up here in the discussion topics. But in the meantime, uh, we're going to keep pushing this. Uh, we're going to take the system and expand out of uh, Hrimfaxi. And after that, uh, unless something happens... We are going to transition the project into the next sort of phase, which is just going to be very sort of low intensity, just expanding without doing crazy math to try to land in one exact spot. And uh, it's just going to be nice and easy. So I know there's a lot of people that have been killing themselves for the last year, like doing Im like moving mountains, doing impossible things weekly and we're going to sort of take a break from that. And uh, I know there's a lot of people that are like, dude, as soon as we finish this from Faxi thing, I'm taking off. I'm taking a break. I'm going to take a month and go out and explore. I'm going to take a month and go out and learn how to buckyball. I'm going to go play Star Citizen. I'm going to go do Odyssey gear upgrades. I'm going to do... So, like, a lot of people have said, hey, I'm going to keep going with this. And great big salute. A lot of people have said... I need a break. And hey, there is no shame in that game. It is all good. It's just a matter of like, you know, take a break. Come back in a month. Come back in two months. Go do the cannon challenge. Come back in three months. Come back in a week, but like for two days. And then like, oh, I'm going to do turning the wheel two days a week. And then the other time I'm going to do whatever. Like, it's going to be totally, totally easy, uh, you know. No, no problem at all. You can just kind of take it low impact. So I'm sure Wolf, and also I'm sure even more so, Mrs. Wolf is very, very happy about that. Yeah. Oh, she's she's very, very thrilled that I'm not having to spend hours 
working, teasing the information out of the BGS right now to figure out what the orders need to be. Generating the standing orders is, you know, it, it, by by comparison with the stuff we got going on with, with the nonsense is, is I don't want to say trivial, but it's a lot easier. It's a lot longer term. And that's what we're going to transition to after Rimfaxi is done. And the Black Sky Legion is going to keep working at it, both the internal group within the Discord and also the squadron itself, which you can find on Inara as BSL1. So come join us at the Black Sky Legion, and we're going to... We have more hijinks planned as things go on. We're going to do some stuff with, you know... um, What do you call it? (sighs) Stuff with turning the wheel, but we're also going to do some other projects, which we will announce a little bit later. We're going to just 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 give us a little more time before we drop that stuff. But we got some cool, fun stuff coming on in both the exploration side and the money making side and sort of all kinds of stuff. Hey, Roy, hop in on this. Yeah, um, I just wanted to I mean, I don't usually comment in this section, but something's been kind of nagging at me since the dark wheel got to this sort of inflection point, this major will, you know, will this third test show anything or not? And uh, I just wanted to say that, you know, behaviors that get rewarded, keep going and behaviors that get ignored don't. And uh, gosh, there's been thousands of people putting in tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of gameplay hours spread across, you know, I, I can't even fathom how many, how much that would be if you totaled it all up over mm. over the last many months that this has been going. And um, I just wanted to point out, you know, FDev has some opportunity here. And if they let it go by, um, well, it'd just be a shame to let one of the most massive uh, player-generated sort of emergent gameplay efforts in the history of the game go sort of quietly into that good night. I mean, I know I, I appreciate there's going to be lots of activities that uh, get get um, put together to keep this awesome group still doing stuff uh, productively, but I just didn't want this to kind of go past, and uh, I don't know. I know <laughs> FDEP's a little distracted right now, and, and it's sort of bad timing, but uh, holy cow, um, ton of work's been put into it, and this is exactly the kind of behavior that I think a game studio would want to see in their community, and it deserves some kind of something. That's all I'm saying. 100%. Thank you very much. I mean, yeah, for sure. Right now is not a good time to ask a Frontier any time to spend any attention on anything that is not on fire. But they saw this coming for the last, oh, I don't know, year and a half. So they had plenty of time. 100%. I, a big salute to you, Roy. That's a that's a good, good comment. Uh, which we're going to now transition to our next thing, which is the moment of Braben. Now, I'm going to say this extremely clearly because we highlight clip this every week, and every week we get some moron going, This is clickbait. That's David Brabant from years ago. Yeah, moron. That's the fucking point of what we're doing. What we do with the moment of Brabant is we show a clip from the devs or from David Brabant himself from years ago. And then we comment on it from what we're seeing today. So what we see is, um, you know, they said this in 2014. We are now in 2021. We're looking at this through the lens of these are the ideas and promises that these guys made. What do you think is happening here? Like, hey, wow, they kept this one and this they're working on. 
And this, what happened to that? So that's the point of this segment. So having said that, settle in. And again, for the record, because I swear to Christ, there's at least 10 morons every clip that go, Hey, this is clickbait. This is old. Genius. This is a clip from November 7 of 2014. We're going to now comment on that. If you think that this is something from yesterday, please stop watching the video now. Never watch one of our videos again. Having said that, let's jump in. When I was a kid, I was probably about seven, um, I, had a, I had an annual of some kind, a space annual, and in it was an amazing um, orbital station that you could walk around. And I used to dream as a kid of being able to do that. And finally, I might soon be able to do such a thing in one of our amazing orbit stations. So that's what I'm looking forward to in the future for the game. Being able to get out of my ship, get into one of those stations and do what I imagined doing when I was seven years old. I love the idea of going down to a planet's surface, getting out of my ship, maybe driving around in a buggy, that sort of thing. That, to me, is, is amazing, because then you start to realise the scope and the scale of the, the real world that's out there, you know, all of those distant stars. Ah, oh, I think there's so much to do. I think I'm quite looking forward to being able to walk around space stations. I think there's a, there's a whole gamut of gameplay there that I think will be interesting to explore, meeting the contacts that you've only sort of seen via the bulletin board interface. There's, yes, there's a lot we can do there. I would love to see players running around their ship uh, and other ships dealing with emergencies and repelling borders, clearing up toxic spillages, exploring derelict husks. And that sort of uh, mischief. What I want to see in future releases of Elite Dangerous will be more ships, more diversity in, in design and, uh, and the looks of the spaceships, uh, the ability to walk around them, particularly the big ones like the Anaconda, and then in stations as well, you know, meeting other players and all that sort of stuff would be fantastic. One of the things that we've implemented on some of the larger ships is based on a grid system of um, metre squares. So the cockpit is of a certain size and within that there's a lift shaft and that shaft will then channel down and be the same position throughout the ship on all the lower decks. Planning for the future where on the one hand you have um, something like a Cobra which actually is a giant vehicle with a huge ladder you get out of, you know, that, um, or an Anaconda which in itself would probably be the size of a level in many of the first person shooter games that I've played. I'd like for players to be able to get out of the ship and walk around the hangars because it's it's difficult to appreciate how big some of these ships are when you're flying them, but to, to walk around the hangar and stand underneath one uh, should really bring that scale across to the player. I think what I'm particularly looking forward to is when you can actually get out of your ship and walk around, just to be able to sort of look up into the station and realise just how big it is and how small you are. Um, yeah, that's going to be amazing. What's really exciting is zero gravity. Um, that's something you, you don't see in a lot of games. And being able to sort of float around your ship, float through the corridors and 
float out of your ship and sort of climb around it fix something on the outside I think that would be really cool um, I'd love to see that in the future I'm really looking forward to zero-g combat getting out of your seat and then being in a atmosphere that has absolutely no gravity how is that going to work I'm really looking forward to playing that so I'd really love to see us explore some of the sort of, some of the suggestions we've had from the, the DDF and from the community that we've had behind the game. I mean, we, we look at that every day and we get to see so much, so many great ideas that frankly would be entire projects just on their own. One guy suggested uh, radio stations you could tune into when you arrive in a system so you can hack into and listen to all the police transmissions around a system, things like that. Uh, I really hope someday we can explore those ideas and sort of build them out into the game. One thing I'd really like to see is uh, space station destruction, which I don't think we'll get, but I do remember spending a lot of time in the original game shooting at stations, hoping that I'll be able to destroy them and never actually getting anywhere. But, so I'd like to see that. I'd like to see giant space aliens that live in deep space and they eat asteroids and they eat spaceships and they have giant tentacles and big goggly eyes. So for me, I'm really looking forward to the planetary landings, uh, seeing these beautiful globes that we're flying past in Super Cruise at the moment and then being able to just uh, pop down onto the surface. I'm really, really excited about that one. So yeah, I'm, I mean, really, I'm really looking forward to the um, to doing the planetary landing expansion. It's it's a terrifying undertaking. It's it's just a whole it's a whole new area of the game that, that we're going to have to bring up to an incredibly high quality. But um, hopefully we've got long enough to do that. I love things like walking around inside the ship and the space station, but the thing to me is going around seeing a, a distant world. That's probably the thing I'm very... I'm, I'm excited about the whole thing because I, I just love the idea. The more, the more we put in, the more I feel we need to flesh things out. Um, and so there is so much scope for where we go in this game. Absolutely. Huge 07. There is so much scope for where we could go in this game. I don't think anyone denies that Elite Dangerous is a beautiful ball of possibility. Now, the question is, how much of that possibility is being sort of mm, delivered? Because those people, those beautiful people talking on screen about their ideas, I want to go to there. I, I want to play that game. Um, now, let's be fair. You know, they were talking about the idea of landing on a planet and walking around. We got that. They were talking about the idea of walking around in a hangar and seeing the scope of how big your ship is. We got that. They were talking about the idea of, you know, these beautiful vistas and whatnot. And so far, we, we sort of got that. Um, you know, asterisk. Um, but they also, I heard multiple people there talk about the idea of like, Oh, zero G and floating around your ship and zero G combat and floating outside and fixing something in an EVA and and walking around on your ship and walking around in the a station. And yes, in fairness, we do have walking in stations at this point, if you count that sort of one room. But as they were talking about it, literally, as the guy was talking about like, oh, when I was a little kid, we had these annual magazines and they had walking around in the station they were showing the outer ring and yada they were kind of making it seem a little bit much more like you know like really walking around in a station i think they were i think the idea was a little more than one room um 
there's a lot of stuff there that we have now. And there's some stuff there that I think we will get. And there's some stuff there that I think we'll just never get around to. So let's talk about it. Tweaked, you're up first. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who she was, but talking about walking around the ship, they had, and and I, I don't know if that was like actually developed or created, but it sure looked like it was, the inside of an anaconda, and they had it designed right down to the lift that'll take you to the lower levels and everything. Where is that? Why are we so many years later and we don't have that? And honestly, other than not at this time, we have heard nothing saying whether or not that's even going to come to us. I want it. I want it bad. Where that is, is commercial land where people promise things that they sometimes deliver. Roy, you're up. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of stuff they talked about that, that is uh, here. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in one form or another. I When I look at all those folks, I, I wonder how many of them besides Braben are still in the company. So, um, so I can tell you for sure, uh, yeah. the sound guy that they showed there, the guy who said, the guy wearing the little sweater under the button-down shirt, that was over the button-down shirt, that was like, I want zero-G combat. What's that going to be like? He's still there. He's the main sound guy. He was the same sound guy that was used in the commercial for Dev Diary 2, where he said, you know, oh, the, we've always had the sound of an elite, but you've always experienced it through your ship. Now, for the first time, you'll be experiencing it with your own ears. That's that same guy. Michael Brooks left uh, work for a little while for health reasons, and when he came back, he was reassigned, and he plays with dinosaurs now. He plays on, like, dinosaur you know, world, um, Jurassic, Jurassic world. Yeah. I don't really care enough to, yeah. (laughs) Dinosaur world. And, um, uh, uh, some of those people are still there. Braben, as, as I think we can all sort of surmise, he moved upstairs as he had to. And, uh, uh, I really wish he would just find a money guy and be like, hey, man, you do this managerial shit. I'm going to go back to putting my hands in the dirt and growing this beautiful plant that I love uh, called Elite Dangerous. But, like, that's just my personal super, <laughs> super selfish whatever answer. Astro, what do you think about this uh, this video? Yeah, as, as many guys already said, obviously, a lot of the stuff they talked about, we kind of-ish have. A lot of it we, we don't. Um, I I hope um, I hope this will be a long discussion, but I hope that Frontier is going to begin to work more with the stuff they have instead of what they've been doing so far. And every time they want to make something new, they feel like they have to reinvent the wheel um, and build something from the bottom up. Like take mm. the assets you have and expand upon it. Like yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in Leap that could use uh, some love and ascension. Absolutely. And Wolf, what do you think about this moment of Braben? So that was the first time that I've watched that, and and I'm a little torn. It's like this is November 2014, I think. There's that was, a lot of people there yeah. who were who were all kinds of happy with, and here's what's coming next in 2021, and like. The question I have is, was development just not done or how much stuff got 
pulled out and put on the shelf, I hope, or just outright deleted. I really hope not. Cause like there was, there was definitely some vision shared around a lot of people and you could see the excitement. And I'm wondering if that is really still there. Mm. Who knows? Maybe we'll have a, a little more insight to the developers coming up soon. In fairness to frontier, we got a lot of the stuff that they talked about. We did. We have a lot of the stuff now. It Again, you're right. That was November 7th of 2014. It is now 2021, and we're not as far on the list as we were supposed to have been, you know, sort of according to the schedule. But we've made some progress. I think the main issue, and, and part of the reason why I keep showing these clips, why I keep going back to... Hey man, here's what you said when we were going to start this thing. It's not, it's, this isn't me being salty saying like, oh, you're a liar. It's me saying, hey man, you have this thing that is sort of this amazing ball of possibility. I would really like it if you stopped having just sort of potential for upside and started actually realizing that, started actually delivering on some of the potential because Elite Dangerous, I think, is the most beautiful game when you talk about potential i think elite dangerous and star citizen are sort of tied for the most beautiful games of potential that there are but i'd like for both of them really if i'm being honest to start uh, okay enough with the potential start giving me actual start start making it happen it's been you know the better part of a decade i'd like to see a little more conversion from potential greatness to actual greatness. Roy. Yeah. So, you know, many of those employees I'm sure aren't in the company anymore. Seven years is a long time to hang on to Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, dream they had that they were talking about there for the different aspects of the game. You know, it's, it's, it's a long time if you're an employee in a company. However, many people who are playing the game, were around when those videos first came out and that might have been one of the things that drew them into the game and they haven't forgotten about all those dreams or ideas about what the game could become and I think I think this is why we need you know for FDev to either reinforce or refute some of these details of dreams and ideas and like as you say potential that's been hanging around for years uh, to just make it more clear I mean they could I don't know they could make a a kind of a forward-looking document or a manifesto, or I'm I'm searching for the word. What could oh, they call it? I know what it like is. That? I know what it is. A trail napkin. It's where there you it write is. on a napkin your trail that you intend to go on. It's like you're making yes. a map of a trail, like that you would yes. go almost like a road that you would walk on foot. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that transitioned us well to our next point, because I literally turned the moment of Braben into discussion topic one. And now let's jump into discussion topic two, which is the roadmap. So the roadmap is interesting, and I see it, I've seen it in the comments uh, that were displayed in our, both in the forum thread, and also in the Elite Week Discord. Um, Honestly, folks, if you guys haven't seen it yet, the Elite Week Discord is the place to be to see all of the sort of discussions that are going on around Elite. And it's amazing how polarizing this roadmap was. I saw a lot of people that looked at this roadmap and said, this is dog shit. I am raging. And I saw a lot of people who looked at this roadmap and said, 
oh my God, this is amazing. Things are great. And it's an interesting place to be, I think, in uh, sort of the community of Elite Dangerous right now, that there's sort of so many situations. It's like politics almost, where it's like, like you could literally split it right down the middle of a hundred people see the exact same commercial and 50% say, this is my guy. This is the best thing ever. And 50% say, this guy's the biggest liar on earth. Lock him up, blah, blah, blah. And it's so weird that it's, there's very few people that kind of hit it from a position of like, eh, all right. I, I, I like some of it. I don't like, other parts, whatever. Like everyone has to be so polarized, so you know, Captain Red suspenders, Captain Blue bow tie. Where it's like it's it's very almost political. Where it's nobody's just right down the middle. Um, I'm the weirdo who's sort of down the middle with it. I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of this roadmap where I look at it and it's like, oh, this is stupid. Why would you do that? What's going on here? And there's other parts of that roadmap where it's like, oh, man, I kind of like that. So let's let's get into it. Um, right off the bat, I'm going to start off with stupid points. Frontier said, we're going to do, we've already done two big patches and we're going to do three more patches. We're going to do one on this day and one on this day and one on this day. And they're going to fix the one on this day is going to fix these things. And then the one on this day, a week later is going to fix these things. And then one on this day, a week later is going to fix these things. And then we're going to transition to other stuff. Now, right off the bat, hey, stupid, don't do that. That's what got you into this mess in the first place. Don't say we're going to have this done by X day. You don't know that. Just say, we're planning on trying this first and this second and this third. And don't lock it to a date. Because then, as a company, you're going to be too proud to admit you didn't get it done on time. And you're going to abandon shit and leave it half done. That's why Odyssey is a dumpster fire. Because you said, we're releasing it on this day. And it doesn't matter if it's done or not. Don't Please, please don't do that. Say... We're going to phase one is we're going to do this. We're aiming for this day subject to change. Phase two, we're going to work on this. We're aiming for this day subject to change. Phase three, we're going to try to work on this. We're aiming for this day subject to change. And then we'll have sort of a phase four catch all that like, oops, we fixed something in, in, in patch of week one. And then, but the patch of week two broke the thing that we fixed in the patch of week one. So it, we're going to get back to that in week four, or like, like something. But like, don't declare as a corporation, as a suit, we're going to do this on this day. Because you don't know that. If you did, if you were competent enough to know that, you wouldn't have to be doing this whole process to begin with. All right? So chill out with the dates. Don't do that. Number two... As far as the part about saying like, hey man, we understand that um, our communication hasn't been great and we should fix that. I dig that. I love that. That's great. That's awesome. But let me point out something. That right there, the way that, look at, I ask you, commanders, read that paragraph. That is the exact same kind of Vague statement that sounds super awesome, but doesn't really commit to anything specific 
that we've had all through this process. And every time we fall in love with it, every time it's, oh, this is going to be the best. Did you see that paragraph right there where they acknowledge that their communication sucks and they're going to make it better? How did they exactly commit to anything? They didn't. It's all vague statements. Maybe it's good, but not until I see action. It's easy to talk the talk. Now let's see you actually walk the walk. And then uh, the, 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 the last two things I want to say about the roadmap to me were, number one, you took a week and a half to write that. And it was sort of, mm, looked like something I could have done in about five minutes. So what took a week and a half for that? Why wait? Why did you wait until after close of business Friday to release it while everybody's sitting here? People were spazzing out on the Discord all damn day. Where is it? Where is it? I haven't seen it. Is it not going to come? Is it whatever? I don't know. Like, uh, what? What? Why? 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 Why did that have to wait until past the 11th? It, it, that came in the 13th hour. That was like end of business and then an hour later. Here you go. What? What? Why? And, and lastly, you missed... a a massive opportunity to sort of address the fact what's the what's the elephant in the room here like yes there's bugs and yes there's fps issues that people are like uh when i say fps i mean frames per second there's bugs and there's the planet tech which you did sort of address you said like we're looking into it you didn't commit to like okay here's the pro you didn't give details it again vague as always uh frontiers mo but you also didn't once take advantage of the opportunity to say, hey guys, look, we hear you that our existing player base is saying, okay, the pew pew is fine, but where's my science? Where's my NASA? Where's my non-shoot-a-guy-in-the-face stuff? Where's good uh, uh, sort of mm, you know, scavenging? Where's good plant uh, exploration gameplay? Where's good anything that's thoughtful and interesting and whatever, like... And also, not for nothing, over 98% of your population want walking in ships. You don't have to say we're doing it tomorrow. Obviously, you're not. But you could say, guys, heads up. We're planning on at some point within the next year, you know, giving you a couple SRVs or a new SRV. And we're planning on in the next two years, like working on ship interiors. Just We just want to assure you. Because we've heard you, that you all feel like we weren't listening. We hear you, and we're going to do something to give you what you want. As opposed to, as it stands now, we honestly have no clue if they're just going to be like, week one, week two, week three, here are the fixes. Now we're going to work on console. It's released, and now we're going to do nothing with the game for the next two, three years. Or now we're going to start the process to do the next five big you know, uh, content drops that are part of the Odyssey cycle, and they're going to be, you know, uh, Battle Royale, and more shooty, and shooty shooty, and, you know, fun with grenades, and napalm menu. Like, there's all kinds of shit they could do with this that I think would not be at all interesting to their player base. We've told them that. We've told them that repeatedly. They claim that they're listening to us. They have an entire staff to listen to us. And yet they missed the opportunity to acknowledge that and just say, we're going to give you some more NASA and less pew pew. Tweaked, you're up first. Roadmap. Anything? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. My first thought when I read this this afternoon was, really, it took you over a week to put this out? I mean, 
the the we're gonna fix these bugs part on each of the three patches it doesn't even say what they're going to fix it just says we're going to make improvements and stuff on all three of them pretty much that's a, almost what exactly what it says there's no details there there well, were a few small things i thought like the uh shared missions that's good it's about time they put those in honestly they should have been there at launch but at least we know they're putting them in Mm-hmm. And and I agree with you. While I wasn't really expecting them to say we're going to do this, this, and this for content, I would have at least been happy, uh, more satisfied if they would have said, listen, guys, we know that the decor of the stations isn't being changed according to the BGS with the controlling factions, and we're going to make sure that works. We're going to get some more variety going. That would have even made me okay and happier knowing that was going to get worked on, but we didn't even get that. The one thing, obviously, from my point of view, I did finally see them address consoles, which is the first time in about really two months that they've said a word about consoles. So that that made me happy. Here's the thing that bugs me. They literally said in this roadmap, hey, man, we hear you that our situation normal way of communicating isn't good enough. So we're going to try to make some steps to address that. And then the roadmap that they released in that same document is the same thing we've always gotten. Vague, sort of loose statements, and released at the 11th hour without any feedback. It's like... It's FDEVs. It's their MO now. It's, hey, uh, I promise it's it's not great now, but it's going to be later. Our communication is not great now, but it's going to get later. Trust me. The content is not great now, but it's going to get great later. Trust me. It's the same thing all over again. Down to earth. Roadmap. Go. So, I think, and I'm not sure if this is necessarily true, but I think Braben kind of threw the community team under the bus on this one. How so? Because Braben went out and said, we will release a roadmap. And I am not sure that was 100% cleared with exactly what they're going to be able to um to like actually say because now you stood in the situation as a community manager and you say okay um the big boss says we're going to release a roadmap so what do you do as a community manager you go to the development team and you say hello development team we have been told to release a roadmap what can you tell us with 100 percent certainty you're going to have done on which days and the way things are in frontier at the moment they're I would almost expect they're basically planning this day by day, say, okay, what can we do today? Um, because they have all these bugs, and when you're bug fixing, you don't know how long it takes. Bug fixing is one of the most difficult things to scope out in software development. You could be lucky and solve it in five minutes. It was a misplaced comma somewhere, done deal. Or this could be, I need to rewrite 200 lines of code and it's going to take me two weeks to do you don't know that before you dive into it so you as a developer cannot go when a community manager come and ask you and say what are you sure you can deliver and that's why they end up with this really really vague roadmap because they're bug fixing you can't do a roadmap for bug fixes because you cannot predict how long they're going to take to to um to to, to solve so that's why I think that that Braven kind of threw the community team under the bus on this one. Mm. Because there was no way they could have succeeded in this one. The only thing they could have done would have been to go really long range on it and say, 
this is, as you said, this is our plan for Elite for the next two years. Now, I don't even, I'm not sure if Frontier has that planned out yet. And if they have, there could be a gazillion reasons why they wouldn't want to share that with us right now. Probably broken promises and that kind of thing. Um, so, so, yeah, the roadmap we got was, well, a bullet point of what, nine, ten bullet points where three of them were the same across the three days, where was many, many changes and improvements or something along those lines. So, mm. to me, that was a bit of a joke. Um, I think the interesting part is much more the last segment where they, where they say that they're going to do more, um, like, direct developer um, I can't remember how they worded that, but like they wanted it, they didn't use dev diaries, but it sounded like like dev diaries. Hopefully, something that's actually dev diaries and not the dev diaries we got pre Odyssey launch, because those were more promotional trailers. But I hope that this means they will bring back the the in quotation marks here real dev diaries where you have here's a developer he sat down he wrote. Um, like two paragraphs on hey what have we been doing this is what we're working on mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be a video it doesn't have to be big and fancy it can just be written text that's fine I agree with you Astro but let me come back to the statement that I made earlier this is classic frontier it's a paragraph of zero commitment to any facts or details whatsoever but sort of without saying anything Here's a grand idea that's going to get you all super happy and overhyped for shit that's not coming. Astro? Yeah. 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 All right. Just because it ties into your point, Astro, we're going to skip uh, Roy and go to Wolf, and then we'll come back to Roy to close it out. Go ahead, Wolf. So the, the, the way that they put that post together with the roadmap with the schedule is like, hey, we're going to do these things ill-defined at best for some of them and here are hard dates and and just like astro was saying is like bug fixes you can't tell me how long it's going to take you to fix the, the problem with this widget fucking off you can say here's the list of things that are broke and here's they're in highest priority on down so work the top of the list and move this is a a event driven scheduling um, thing rather than a date driven scheduling thing. And honestly, what, what we're saying they need is a paradigm shift. This is a paradigm shift. And if anybody listening to the show, working in whichever industries, when you have the issue where you have management and then you have the people under management who actually do the work getting their hands dirty. You could be programmers, wrench turners, welders, engineers, doesn't matter what it is. You have a list of things to do. You see, hey, we need to get these things done by this date. If that's not possible, you got to flip that shit back up to the top. And you get your shit done. And then as things get done, you then have a product to deliver to your customer. Um, acknowledge that. Because that's real, and telling everyone, hey, this date, this drops, this date, this drops, this date, this drops. Well, either you, A, don't define it, and, well, we didn't see any bug fixes, so I guess they were super small, minor, whatever things. Well, why are they working on the minor ones when this big glaring one's here? Like, tell us which ones you're working on. So to we can see. Go ahead. Tell us which ones you're working on. 
And then we can see like, okay, they got these. Okay. They, they went for some low hanging fruit this day. I guess that was easier. And somebody needed a break from beating their face against the wall on the big heavy one. Got it. Cool. So basically what we're to sum it up, what we're saying here is they learned their lesson, which is committing to dates without common sense is stupid and they need to communicate better. And what they're doing to, to, to resolve that is issuing us a roadmap where they commit to dates without any fucking reason and communicate the exact same vague way that they always have. Roy, close it out. Yeah, so heading into today and expecting this roadmap, it was kind of like, I felt like watching a dump truck racing toward a train crossing. I knew it was going to be awful, but I couldn't look away. Um, I think, obviously, whoever wrote that roadmap did not execute on what some in the community thought David Braben meant when he said roadmap. Um, I would stop just short of calling David disingenuous and using that word. Um, but it is a word that's loaded with meaning based on how other game studios have executed it better. Um, regardless, it seems abundantly clear that a significant portion of the community, you know, 46 pages on that post and counting, wants to hear where the game is heading theme and design-wise for the next year or two. Um, th there are some statements in the second half of that post that, because of their vagueness, are in essence trading on an assumption of trust. And that's what FDev is desperately short on. Um, I think the thing that was really lacking in this document was a feeling of authenticity. Instead, we got something that felt very much like it was written by a PR department responsible for handling the community. Um, I think what FDev needs to do is execute some small wins soon, and then some big wins in order to start digging out of this hole. Fair enough. Good point. Excellent points, all of you. Now, Let's move on to the next topic, which is the big patch that we got on on what was it Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday, Thursday. I, I'm I'm at this point out of it. My head is spinning. Patch two that we got this week. Um, I feel like a, a lot of good stuff there. A lot of good stuff. Uh, first off, remember I was I've been railing everywhere. I was railing in the super friendos. I was railing on this show. How the hell do we still not have a hotkey for our patches, for you know our our, our batteries and our uh, band aids? And hey, we got that, and we got you know you can now uh, you know uh, chart after a, a nova, you know after you scoop a nova, and you can now do this and you can now do that. There's there's a lot of good stuff in there that's fixed, and a key point that they made was they were like. And we did some of the stuff with the occlusion and the optimizing. I think honestly, that's a that like all of the three patches that they promised today in the roadmap. I think you're going to see that exact same wording on every one of those patches. It, it, it's just a vague kind of nondescript bullshit answer, but it's actually a great answer in the sense of yes, a don't tell me that it's done because you got a lot clearly by the FPS that I'm seeing from people, you got a lot more to do. And B, you're at least saying, hey, man, we did more of it. There's more to go, but we did some of it. Like, oh, that's so awesome. This patch was was meaty. It had a lot of stuff on there. Some of the stuff that was promised on there didn't seem to quite work. And, you know, hey, take another shot at that because you didn't get it. But, like, there are legitimate performance, you know, increases that people are having. And, 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 and this is a good step in the right direction. 
I hate to think how hard they're working their people right now to, to churn this stuff out, but I'm, I am legitimately, for as disappointed as I was with the roadmap, I was very uh, pleased with patch two. I think it's clearly not done. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying everything is perfect, but man, that was a good, that was a good week's worth of work. Everybody, all you developers, give yourself a pat on the back and have a beer or a shot or both on me. You deserve it. Um, I, I hope that there's another one coming next week that's, you know, along the same lines of like, keep cranking it out. But man, that's good, good stuff. Wolf, hop in. So pre pre patch you know when i when i compare my performance with horizons versus now we have odyssey so i'm i'm playing that to learn the new ui which looks like it's going to change hopefully for the better yay um i i've got a a ryzen 5 1600 and an rx 570 hmm. this does not meet recommended specs i went from 120 frames per second in horizons mode flying around in super cruise to 60 okay awesome go into a station just fly in go to land 45 did the tutorial see the fire five frames per second like this is not good seeing roughly half after the patch i went from 60 frames per second in super cruise to 80 85 they did something it was good congratulations please for the love of god keep it coming Excellent work. Kudos. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Roy. <laughs> yeah. So I had kind of a paradoxical feeling on seeing the list from patch two. I mean, as we talked last week, um, and I think I even called out like there's so, there was so many hundreds of fixes in the, all the hot fixes in the first patch. Like obviously there's a huge volume of work being done. Kudos to everybody working on that. I think that's still true here. A lot of work being done. The thing that just, I it kind of took the wind out of my sails a bit is I actually, I, I threw this list of stuff into Excel just so I could count how many things were on this list. So there's like 178 things in patch two, which that's impressive. They fixed 100 and, 178 things. And, and then I, I immediately flipped to like, holy cow, there's like 178 things they're still fixing, and I I could pick out like four from the list that that resonated with me because they were part of the issues I've had in in playing. Like obviously the med kit and energy cells getting their own hotkey, awesome. Uh, being able to finally hyperspace using neutron boost through the router again, great. Um, the the crystal shard, you know, not spawning. Great, it's spawning now, although maybe we'll talk about that a bit more. Oh, we will. But, but then it was like, you know what? There's 170 more, 174 more things on this list that I didn't even know were wrong. Like, how bad is this? Mm-hmm. How bad is this that there's just like volumes and volumes of, this feels like the death of a thousand cuts or the death of 10,000 cuts. You know, like there's so much stuff that's mm-hmm. got to get fixed and it's not even the the headliner stuff. It's just like a sea of things. And that, I don't know, that, I got a bit down after reading that list, to be honest. Mm, mm. So here's here's uh, something from that list they were talking about, because they have been doing this whole, uh, you know, hey, here's a thread for 
where you should put your suggestions about the UI or this, that, and the other, which to me it also sort of is a little bit like of a head scratcher because it's like, wait a second, you have the main forums where people are supposed to go to report stuff. Are you just admitting that like, yeah, we don't really pay attention to that. If you want to really get something fixed, because here's the thing we want you to give us feedback on, go to this place because that's where you're going to get it. Um, I want to address on, on, on when it comes to the idea of the UI, I want to give a shout out to uh, Commander Seraph of the AXI. Uh, look up on your screen. You should see it about now, depending on the delay or whatnot. But uh, here is <clears throat> what uh, a uh, what an outfitting screen should look like. When you go to a ship and you're looking at your ship and you're looking at whatever, this is made by the uh, the 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 you know uh, community. This is a guy you know, in his underwear, just, you know, okay, I'm going to have a beer and sit down here with my computer and play around with, this is what outfitting should look like. And um, it is far better than what the $2 billion company came up with. Here's your ships on the bottom. Here's a breakdown of information in your ship on the left. Here right there in the middle, look at that, all of your ship stats. So you can see, hey, this one jumps this far. It's got, oh, look at this on the right. There's a slider bar with all of the modules in it and showing what their engineering and their uh, 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 experimental effects are. Here's a slider screen here. Here's a slider screen there. You've got all the information on your ships. You've got everything that the official one has, but you also have all of the information on all of your modules. You have all of the information on the ship total capabilities. Like just this, just do this. And while you're at it, cut a check to Commander Seraph of the AXI and be like, hey, man, here's a couple grand. Thanks. Uh, uh, give us more ideas because you clearly do it better than the guy that we got doing the job. Uh, yeah. Anybody want to hop in and make a comment on this? What's on the screen right here? Uh, you know, Astro, Wolf, Roy? I think this is great. I think it, you know, there's obviously third-party tools that knock it out of the park when uh, doing things like uh, outfitting and managing other things. Like there's so many hints they could take from those tools that um, have been refined and refined and refined over years. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. I, I think, I think Roy's statement leading off of the third party tools is, is also indicative of a, another thing. Um, historically, you have to have third party tools to play this game effectively. Mm -hmm. So much so that Elite is dependent upon it. Now, does that excuse them from giving us a completely useless UI where in-game it's just ridiculously impossible for me to find this information? So I have to alt-tab or look at another screen because I only have one. Um, no, it's not excusable. Give the, give the people who play the game the way that you published it, the ability to see what in the hell's going on. A hundred percent. So, I mean, patch two, a lot of good stuff there. Oh, some stuff still, you know, left on the table. Some of the stuff that was listed in there is fixed. We can, you know, talk about, and we're going to talk about wasn't quite yet, but whatever. Um, tweaked your thoughts on patch two from, you know, you're seeing it in the community or whatever, or you want to pass on this one? Well, I think patch two had a lot of great things with it. It did. If I'm, did they fix the uh, like when you 
navigate to your fleet carrier, you go right there now. I thought I read that in the patch. If that's the case, that's great. A lot of the things you guys mentioned also was great. Uh, the one thing that wasn't so great, props to the devs. I know they are killing themselves trying to get this stuff out, and I greatly appreciate it. Could you please do it without breaking the consoles when you do it? It's no fun every single week that we can't get in and do our stuff. So that was the only downside for me personally. Mm. I want to make a clarification on something that I just said. I think in our Discord, he's still listed as Seraph, you know, parentheses, AXI. But I'm being told now by a reliable source, Commander Will and Kate, that uh, uh, Commander Seraph is now part of the Skunk Works. So he is uh, on staff with them uh, doing uh, amazing uh, AX stuff for them. So I just wanted to clarify that. And uh, Astro, to close it out. I think um, I think it's a good patch. Um, there's some good uh, things in there. The hot more hotkeys. I mean, not like we're missing hotkeys or mid, missing key bindings in Elite, but for like selecting grenades and that, so you don't have to use the little wheel mm. thing. Uh, thumbs up for that. That's awesome to see. Um, there's a lot of small things, as, as was also mentioned, that I didn't even know was broken. So uh, so, uh, <laughs> but but nice to see things getting fixed. And some people. Um, personally, I haven't had any performance increases at all, but I know for some people they've had some uh, some significant changes and it made them made the game go from being completely unplayable to actually being playable. So uh, thumbs up for that, and uh, yeah, please keep uh, please keep it coming. I mean, I know they're going to be pushing these patches out now once a week, um, which is no small feat, um, given that there's probably also a lot of documentation and testing and deploy or whatever to get all this stuff out. So I know there's going to be a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. And um, yeah, I think good overall, good patch, and uh, hope the next one will be uh, be as good. Yeah, I, I, again, I think it was a great patch, and I think if we get three or four more on this nature, we're going to be in a way, way better spot. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for those. And you say, oh, we had plenty of keybinds before. Let me tell you, I, you, you remember, I know you remember from the Super Friendos. I was like, how the hell do we still not have this? This is embarrassing. I think somebody was listening because yeah, we, now we got those. And I, I, that those are definitely two keybinds I was missing. So that takes us to our next subject, which is changing the community manager streams. Now, Frontier in their roadmap today said that they acknowledge that they need to look at how they do communication and they need to do a better job at it. Well, let me start off with a suggestion right off the top. Why don't you entirely change up how you do community management streams? Let's be honest. And I'm not saying this to be rude or embarrassing. I'm sorry. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick, but if I wanted to see somebody play Elite Dangerous shitty, we all have people in our lives that don't play Elite and would not do a good job at it. If we wanted to see someone play badly, we could just hand the controls over to them. Community managers are not good at this game. Let's just admit that. Let's say the thing that nobody ever wants to say. They suck at this game. Okay, but that's okay. That's not their job to be good at flying a spaceship or driving an SRV. Their job is to manage a community. I don't care if you are the best pilot on, I don't care if you're Sanderling. If you suck at managing the team, the community, you're not a good community manager. And I don't care if you are the worst player ever. If you are, you know, 
you if, if you just die over and over exploding trying to land if you're good at managing the community you got my respect i don't need you to be good at playing this game i just need me to be good at playing this game i need you to manage the community so frontier has this amazing asset of <clears throat> an hour to two hours of our time twice a week where many members of the community go and watch what they do. And many, more importantly, uh, many content creators go and watch what they do. And why I say that's more importantly is because there's a lot of people that don't watch the streams, but they watch the content creators. They listen to Elite Week and they say, hey, was there anything good on the streams this week? Oh my God, they said that? Oh, you clipped it? Okay. Or they listen to Down to Earth Astronomy and, oh, what? oh this or that? Oh, and this thing? Okay, now we know... This is a useful, if you take not just the number of people that watch the stream directly, but the number of people that in some way get information directly or indirectly that could come from those streams, it encompasses most of the community. And the fact of the matter is, is I believe they are squandering this opportunity. This week, as an example, on Thursday, the entire community was in a tizzy where everybody is super super emotional and charged and upset or defensive or you know i think frontier is screwing us and i want to set fire to it all or i think you people are bad mouthing my beloved company and i want to come at you with a baseball bat what the whole community was wrapped and yet what did we watch on the stream on thursday a couple hours of some community managers playing cqc really badly I don't need to see people play the game shitty. That doesn't help me at all. They should take this opportunity to manage the community. Now, they could put on a stream where they pull off. They're always trying to say that their forums are not a dumpster fire. Their forums are vibrant and valid and useful and the place to go to share information. Use that. Go and show us a stream where you clip 40 or 50 different you know comments or things posts from the from the forums on a variety of issues that you want to highlight and give sort of your attention to or help the community have attention to and highlight those talk about them just you don't 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 fly a ship you're not good at it just look right at the camera and say hey man you're worried about this let's talk about it you're you're thinking about you know this thing or that thing we hear you Here's why we can't do what you want. Or here's the thing we could do instead. Or just anything. Or if you have to, you know, say, well, we want to highlight the game, though. We want to do a stream where people see the game. Get people that are good at the game to play it. And you, Steven, or not Steven, Steven's gone now. Uh, you, Zach, or you, Bruce, or you, Art, or you, Sally, or you, Paul, could sit in their second seat and give valid color commentary while somebody that knows what they're doing does amazing stuff and you get the view you're there you're in you're, you're multi-crewed with them you're streaming it on your screen so it's nice and easy get in some elite racers ride ride with them as they fly around and hoon and do stuff 
Uh, get in some buckyballers. Get in some miners and really do an in-depth, hey, man, here is the ins and outs of subsurface deposit mining. We're going to show you. And here is really some stuff you want to do with regard to trading. And here's how you use these third-party tools. Or here's how you do that. There's amazing stuff you could do. The only time that it's in any way valid to see a shit player play the game is if you were like the, the, the one of the few streams that I can remember where it's like, hey man, this was really, really good, was the stream that they had on of, uh, uh, it was Steven and, and Art learning how to drive up a wall and teaching them was Black Maze and uh, Alec Turner. Like, okay, that's a stream where it's a good idea to have somebody that shit at the game because then you can have the expert teach the, you know, mm, uh, let's say less than expert player how to drive up a wall. And let me tell you something. If Steven and Art can do it, for sure we all can do it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But in general, get good players at CQC. Get in, uh, you know, uh, what, what? Get in Chig and and uh, uh, what's that guy that everybody that his name I forget. Uh, Musketeer. Uh, Musketeer. Get Musketeer and Chig and you know uh, Broken One and and or Obi Wan, whichever one, and like this one and that one. Get in some of the really good players. <clears throat> you guys are de- You guys have access to devs. To hack their shit to where, okay, now I've got the cockpit view of, of Musketeer and I've got the cockpit view of Chig and throw that up and do really insightful sort of color commentary or have those guys out there talking and saying, yeah, here I'm making this turn, here's why, here I'm doing this, here's why. And, you know, put, do that. But more so, like right now, sure, everything's on fire, so you can't do it. But later on, when shit's not on fire, a year from now, when kind of things calm down, have a developer on pull out 30 clips 30 things posts from the forums of people asking hey i've always wondered how come we can't have this and have the developer go well you can't have this because of that this doesn't work with that or you know what that's a good point we should look into doing that or whatever like you you don't have to put anybody on the spot you can have the community management team you know work for their stream and actually Pull the stuff ahead of time, provide it to the dev, let the dev look at it and get an answer so they're not Johnny on the spot, and give a good answer. Use your community managers to manage the community, and use your company stream to provide information from the company. I know it seems silly, but I would rather see that than watch five people that play the game really badly play the game for an hour while they're talking to each other and ignoring us. Just my opinion. Uh, let's let's go around the horn with this one. We're going to start with down-to-earth astronomy on this one. Yeah, I actually want to... I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with the company called Rockfish Game. They're the one that are developing um, Everspace. Mm. And they have... They're a much smaller company than, uh, than Frontier, and they have at least one community manager that I have that I know of. And I've been watching their streams, some sort of his streams sometimes. And what they do is, it's actually quite uh, quite interesting. He gets, as they're developing, he gets like a, a dev build of the game. So he will sit there and he will play a, a 
what for the players will be a future version of the game and say, hey, these are some of the things that we're working on at the moment. This is a, a dev build. Obviously, there will be, be broken things. What do you guys think about this? And then he explains what they're doing or what they have done. And, and then people in the chat give feedback. And I think that is super valuable because they can then take that feedback that players, as they saw it on screen, what they're going to do, and they can then take it back to the developers and say, hey, I showed this off on stream and people really like that and they really did not like that. Could we could we do something here? Um, I know for just not, it's not super happy about showing things before they're done. And also because they really want to have everything like stamped and approved before anything goes out. But I wish... I wish Frontier would do something similar like, like that because it is the best way, as I think, to get feedback because they can they can do write-ups and write forum posts and say, we've got to do this and this and that. But they can't write up a forum post about how they're going to make the UI unless they make like screenshot of it. But then why not just play around with it? And to be honest, a lot of the things, a lot of the feedback that that they're getting if the if people if they sat down and played with it for a couple of hours before they went out live on a stream with it i think a lot of the things would be fixed before we even saw it <laughs> um because it's not like i mean anyone who spent more than, than 30 seconds in the new outfitting ui is gonna think uh is this really what you want to do oh, no. um so I just think that would be a really nice approach if they would begin to do, hey, here's some some future things. We're actually going to sit and play, um, yeah, a future patch. Beautiful. Roy and then Wolf. I uh, I wholeheartedly agree with the points that have been made to this point uh, up to now on this. I, I think um, I won't retread that. What I have to add, I guess, would be, um, you know, it's a big company. Companies measure things. Uh, it makes me wonder, how does FDev measure the success of, of the community team at large and more specifically their streams? And, uh, you know, is it working for them? Um, you know, with millions of accounts in Elite, uh, is the percentage that are really, the percentage of players that are really invested in uh, the forums and, uh, and the uh, content creator streams, um, you know, for the people that are not part of that hardcore group, are the community management streams good enough? Is mm. that what they're thinking? I mean, it kind of gets back to this point that you know, are we like on this show and other content creators part of a minority? And and FDev is yes, they're listening to this, but maybe they're also thinking about the other 11 million people, and those people have a different, I don't know, threshold of satisfaction about what's going on. I don't know. Mm. Um, I think, though, for the for the part of the community that is really invested, obviously a stream, a community manager stream of something that is unrelated to a major source of angst in the community comes across as tone deaf and inauthentic, uh, and it's a wasted opportunity to work on building trust. I mean, I would I would say that uh, they said in their roadmap they spent a whole paragraph saying we know the way we're communicating with you is suboptimal, and we need to do a better job with that. Okay. It's nice to say stuff like that. Here's a yeah. concrete example of how you can fix it. So, 
fix it. Wolf. So I got two things. Uh, one, just to follow up on yours with, hey, you know, we got to work on, on being better at communicating. And then they're, they're not really better at communicating uh, uh, for a second. And it's, it's a really short second. I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt in that it's going to take time for them to do that. Okay, got that. Um, fucking follow through, please. The other one, to follow up with um, what Down to Earth was saying, with them being very reluctant to show us things before you know they've, they've got all the spit and polish and all the, the, the stamps and approvals on it. I, my immediate thought to that was, perfection is the enemy of done. Look, if you're going to give us something that's, you know, say it's in work. Say, you know, we're, we're thinking about going this way with it. What do you guys think? Okay. Obviously, it's not done yet. And maybe, since it's not done yet, if you have a huge outcry from people who don't like it, maybe you can fix it before it's in the game. Good point. And uh, Tweak to close it out. Yeah, I don't know what they should do to make the streams better. I don't even really need to see great players play the game, quite honestly. When I go into Twitch stream, I don't really go to watch them play the game. I go for the communities and the information, which is why I go to FDev streams. I want information. And in weeks like this, when the community is ablaze, and they come in and they tee-hee and ha-ha and don't acknowledge anything... To me, it's absolutely insulting, and I tune right out. It, it's ridiculous that they can't read the community and adjust accordingly to me. Well said, sir. Well said. That takes us to our next point, which is grindception. Ladies and gentlemen, those of you that listen to Elite Week heard me say it before Elite came out. You heard me say it again in the alpha. You heard me say it on week one of launch, and now I'm coming back to you to say it again. The grind is real with Odyssey. But more than real, it's also mm, extra. And here's why. My good friend Astro and I were talking sort of off air behind the scenes a little bit about this. And look, not only is the amount of gear that you need to upgrade your suit kind of just crazy and and not only is it slower to go through the process to get that stuff, and not only do you have to upgrade the suit and then follow sort of a similar process where you're grinding mats and stuff to engineer the suit, and not only can you not take off modules that are on those suits or guns so that you have to now engineer multiple types instead of just mix and match, and I'm going to put this with that. Uh, but in addition to that, let me talk to you about a little thing that 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 we were talking about which is that um for example with just the data right less than half of that is useful more than half of the data is not used for any recipe up till now so what that means is it's just there to screw up the rng chart if you go up there and you need an opinion poll and there's 80 different things that can spawn there and, you know, only 30 of them are actually used for anything, that means you have a much greater chance of getting a thing that you have no use for ever when you're just trying to get that opinion poll. You're just trying to get that manufacturing uh, 
uh, instructions or whatever. Like, this is, I believe, and, and I said it to Astro flat out, I think that this is by design. I think that Frontier realizes that once we get all of our gear set, we're all going to st- turn around and notice, hey, there's no here here. The plant gun stuff is kind of just point and click and win. There's no game loop there yet. The uh, the uh, hacking. Remember they said earlier, they said, well, you know, e-breach, you'll use it every once in a while, but it's expensive. Hacking is what you're going to you know, really be doing most of the time. And I was like, oh, I was excited. I'm like, okay, there's going to be a mini game. You're going to have to whatever. You're going to have to beat the system. You're something. No. Hacking is apply e-breach and win. Done. What? Uh, uh, scavenging is, you know, cut open a lunchbox, take the three things, you win. All The only exciting part of scavenging is sometimes you have to go shoot a guy when they show up to defend it. That's not scavenging, that's combat close to scavenging. Astro, hop in on this. Yeah, I mean, just as you said, we, we we talked about it. I began actually looking into the to the numbers behind it, and when it comes to data that you pull out of data ports, it looks like it is in the vicinity of like 60-65%. Again, we don't have all the data just yet, but 60-65% to of data has, at this point in time, no use at all. You don't use it for unlock, you don't use it for upgrading suits, you don't use it for engineering. They have no use. I'm not saying that it's not going to be something we can use in the future, but... For now, it is just a um, an extension of the grind world. It just means that, yeah, a lot of the data you get, you have no uh, no need for. Um, and it's actually even worse with items. Um, all the the not again. We're gonna have to be uh, to be accurate here with with the names. I think they're called items, and not the commodities. So stuff like um, um. Like all these boxes you find, like health monitors and, and those kind of things, GMATs, those kind of things. There's a lot of different things you can pick up. There is actually in total 43 items, different items you can pick up in that category, whereas only 12 of them has a known use at this point in time. And we only need data on one engineer. So let's say that we get one or two extra there that can be used for some things. But we're still looking at close to two-thirds of those items have no use other than increasing the grind and to, to slow to slow down progression. Um, I think it's a shame that it has to be like that. I would much rather, especially because those two items, uh, specifically when we're talking about data and we're talking about items, are not cross-tradable. Mm. If we're looking at the commodities or whatever they are called, assets... They are cross-tradable. You can trade those in for points and buy what you need. So in those situations, that make there's, there's a point to just pick everything up because they all have a value. But here, they literally have no value. But you can sell them for credits, but that, those credits amounts are are so low that it's it's mm-hmm. it's not really worth your time unless you have a spare room in your backpack. Well, while, um, we're, while we're talking on the subject of uh, uh, third-party, what do you call it, add-ons or whatever... Um, can some of you, some genius out there that's way smarter than me, make a third-party add-on for Elite while you're playing here that when you open up the items, when you hover over an item, it'll be a gray item, like in World of Warcraft, if it's, you know, just vendor trash. It'll be, like, red if it's tradable. It'll be blue if it's used for upgrade, and it'll be, say, yellow if it's used for an engineering thing. 
please somebody do that for me i'm too dumb to know how to make that work sorry i interrupted you go astro no no that's i i think i'm i'm pretty much uh, pretty much done i think it's a shame it has to be like that but well it is and uh i can only hope that it's not just there to be uh, to be added as a grand wall and there's going to be a lot of stuff that we can use these for in the future um but i guess we'll have to wait and see Hey, Astro, you're a smart fella. Maybe you could make a little thing that does that with the gray item and the, the, the red for the tradable and the blue for the upgrade and the yellow for the engineering. Huh? Huh? Put it on Commander's Toolbox? What do you say? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, uh, I mean, now, we're, now we're talking front-end stuff. Oh. <laughs> See, I don't even know what the hell that is referencing, but yeah, okay. All but right. Front-end is, front is everything you see. Back-end is all the stuff that you don't see. Mm, okay that makes sense see small words you can explain things to a marine ladies and gentlemen we're going to take just a moment to give a big salute to my man astro astro say some closing words to everybody astro's got to go folks he's got to get to bed and it's always it's already like crazy crazy late in in denmark yeah, close to 4 a.m here <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. i'm gonna go get some uh, some sleep no but thanks a lot for uh, thanks a lot for having me and um I think uh, yeah, there's gonna be some uh, some exciting times ahead with uh, with Odyssey, and I'm really looking forward to uh, to this unofficial beta period ending and uh, and getting everybody on board from both console, PC, and everything. Getting getting Odyssey for real. Um, I know it's gonna be, nice. be a while, but but it's gonna be there hopefully yeah. soon. And Astro gave us a sneak peek before we went live on air with what's coming in this week's Hello Dave and. Yeah, man, good stuff. And I know that there's some cool stuff coming next week on the channel. So go check him out for all of your guide needs and news. Thanks, Astro. See you next, Thanks, next time. Thanks, Astro. See you next time. Right Thanks on, a lot, man. Astro, man. All, See you, Astro. All right. So next up, we've got Roy with his answer on the grindception. Go for it. Yeah, so I think um, a grind that takes a long time to upgrade suits, materials, or suits, or guns, or whatever can be okay um, if the way to get the materials you need is connected to fun game loops. I mean, in, in past shows, we've lamented about how in Horizons, people can zoom through the progression of ships, quote-unquote, too fast and miss out on the fun of, you know, there's that whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. But I think a major design difference between Odyssey and other first-person shooters is that the loot that you need to upgrade stuff or the upgraded weapons themselves don't drop directly from the opponents you kill. Mm. It seems to be all about rifling through cabinets and containers. That's how you get stuff. True. Uh, it's unconnected with some of the main game loops. Um, and this is even at odds with how Horizons works. At least in Horizons, you get mats by blowing up ships, scanning ships, or, or you know, a kind of surface mining, in effect, with your SRV. So where's the analogous loops in Odyssey? This is, this is why I think people have a hang-up. I, I know this is why I have a hang-up with it, is because the way you get it seems horribly repetitive and not really connected to the fun parts of the game. Yeah, and I'll let you on another little secret. I, I told Astro, I would bet money that... What we're going to see is this is a delay. This is a, a, a roadblock that's meant to slow you down. And six months from now, when they had a chance to fill out some of the other game loops and actually sort of finish this game, you're going to see them nerf the hell out of that. And all of the people that are right now killing themselves for like a week to get one suit great upgraded one level are going to be so pissed. 
Uh, tweaked, you're up. Yeah, I'm one personally that I don't usually mind grinds. Uh, I, none of the grinds in the big game in Horizons has really bothered me. In fact, I found that after I completed them, I was kind of lost for things to do. That being said, I don't like grinding for things that don't have a reason to grind for. But what really gets me is, and you were saying, Roy, that they in, in Horizons you can go bounty hunting and collect the mats that way. They haven't really done any of that kind of stuff in Odyssey yet, but what they did do is logging, re-log to get your mats over and over oh, and over yeah. again. Really? They thought that was a good thing to bring over to Odyssey? Another thing that just makes me scratch my head. Things that make you go, hmm. So we're going to jump to the next topic, which is story threads, loose ends. Oh my God, are there a lot of story threads that are going on right now? We've got you know the 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 Alexander that that just sort of jumped and went missing. Just this just happened this week. Like, okay, what, what what's the deal with that? We got the Thargoid stuff. Like, they 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 come, they attack, they disappear for a year, they come back, they attack for a week, they disappear for six months, they come back and attacking now. Like, is this gonna is this story gonna progress? Is it gonna go somewhere? I would like it to go somewhere. We've got. Salvation, this this you know crazy scientist guy or gal that could be a robot, it could be an AI that you know Project Thunderchild, or it could be Palin in you know disguise, or it could be you know somebody like what's you know you've got the Marlinist storyline. What what is this gonna go? Is that gonna go somewhere? You got the neo Marlinist terrorist. Is that you know gonna go somewhere? Theta Seven, you know you've got Sirius that they did their whole oh we're gonna terraform these ammonia worlds. And they're like, oh, it's not working as fast as we thought. Okay, but it's still, you're doing stuff. You're out there poking that Thargoid bear. Is 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 something going to come from that story? You know, you've got the whole Jasmina Halsey that seems to be back to, like, uh, uh, you know, challenge against President Trump or uh, Zach Hudson, whatever. Like, is, is that, you know, going to go somewhere? Is that, you know... It's like, oh, I felt like Jupiter was the patsy, but it was very, very clear from that Admiral, what's his name, that, that, that went to life in prison for rolling over and giving evidence or whatever, that it's like, yeah, it was clearly that he was doing it for his buddies, uh, Zach Hudson, who's still president. Like, can we please do something with that story? Jupiter Corps, the whole, that whole thing, it's sort of a CG this week, but like, is it even really? Like, eh? Aegis doing AX weapons. Okay. The Adamaster and the Hesperus. Uh-huh. The Federal, the Fednex. They're, they've got Big Brother now. They're watching you. They're doing all... I, I, off the top of my dome, I can go to 20 different big stories that are happening or have been happening, and yet, like, big salute to Frontier for starting all these story threads. But... Bigger salute would be coming if you could actually make some of them meaningful and go somewhere. Like, actually do something. Uh, tweaked, get in on this. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And more than just can the stories go somewhere, can we have some kind of a story, something that actually affects the galaxy that we play in, that has some change in the galaxy, does something that I can interact with as a player? I haven't seen one yet that 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 has done anything in the galaxy what fdev is really good at so far and, and don't get me wrong i absolutely love elite dangerous up to this point 
But what I'm tired of is this content that FDev makes that you can absolutely ignore, like the Thargoids. You can ignore them until your face turns blue. You, you can ignore them forever, never even know they're there if you wanted to. And all these stories are the same way. They're, they don't result in anything that affects you in the bubble, that doesn't affect you if you don't go looking for it. And I would love some kind of exciting gameplay that came from one of these stories. Roy? Uh, I, I, I agree with that. I, I think um, I could see how it might be a bit conflicting uh, for FDev and you know whoever's trying to decide where to move some of these stories. Uh, for one, how to balance this versus the fact that if any of these were supposed to tie into Odyssey content, obviously console players can't participate. So that would be bad. You know, if you wanted to make some big thing that now they're left out of. Um, and in a similar way, uh, depending on how big of a problem you think the state of the current game is, how do you make a big move? And I think we were all expecting that some of these stories would somehow result in some quote unquote big moves, whether it's something big with the Thargoids or uh, I don't know, something else, new ships or whatever. Um, how do you make those big moves? without drawing criticism because, and it's, yes, it's not a valid argument, but that never stopped anybody. Um, the more energy you put into those things while something's burning over here, that's not a good look either. So I could see how, yes, I agree, all these things need to be pursued and I could see how they're conflicted about it. And maybe it's, you know, analysis paralysis. Mm. And just, uh, yes, to, to comment or, or echo something I'm seeing in the chat here, the falling station, we had a community yeah. manager even say, yeah, that was a thing. It's not a bug. It was supposed to happen, but then we put it on hold. Like, okay, that's fine. That's fair. Uh, I'm waiting. Next topic. The feasibility and or the need of keeping Elite Dangerous Horizons as it is now, Planet Tech and all, both short-term and also long-term after console launch. Now, Here's the thing, um, with regard to, you know, people, some people have said, like, because when I first mentioned this suggestion or, or, or thread, people were saying, like, well, Horizons is always going to be there because there's some people that aren't buying Odyssey. Yes, that's true, but Frontier have already stated that after there's unification on the game, after consoles are brought up and they get released as well, that the planet tech that we see in Odyssey is going to be converted over to Horizons as well. And I would just like to point out that me personally, with some of the stuff that I've seen thus far, number one, when they do these big releases and say, okay, we're going to convert this to that, you end up with a lot of unintentional bugs and stuff that upsets people. Uh, and, and like, you know, look at the amount. They, Art said on a stream, we've totally thought that Odyssey was going to drop without any issues at all, and we're gutted that it had all of these problems. And yeah, that that's like, a, wait, what? You, you you thought what? Like, if that's what you thought, then you know, uh, it it's a situation of like, maybe you want to keep Horizons around when you do the console thing, because I'm sure you're going to think at that point that there's going to be no problems, but you might be wrong. And also, let's assume that there's not any problems. Look at how many people that love this game 
and were like, eh, I'm going to uninstall because I like Hooning and whatever. How many people love Mountain Everest? How many people love, um, you know, Pamesh and would love to do races there? How many people would love to still have access to the Crystal Shards or to this thing or that thing or all of these things that exist right now in Horizons but will be going away soon when console comes and the Odyssey Galaxy gets copied over to the Horizons mode. I think that Frontier should seriously consider and we should all seriously recommend that they keep it for forever. As an option, people can go and, you know, access that and enjoy it if that's what they want. Um, just a thought. So we're going to go with Roy. Uh, I agree that it needs to stay around as sort of a lifeboat if things are still on fire in Odyssey from the foreseeable future and through the console launch. Um, I think, though, that... Uh, FDev's task, and there's no easy way to put this, but they need to make Odyssey improvements, the ones that are going to get transferred over to Horizons, they need to make those so good as to be aspirational for Horizon-only players. That's their job. You know, they're supposed to be marching this forward. Um, and I know we're in the middle of a giant mess with the game and patches all over the place, and it's just a dumpster fire. But they got to, at the end of this, have a goal to actually not just fix stuff, but actually make it attractive so that people want to have these things transferred into Horizons. That's got to be the goal. Good point. All right. Uh, does anybody have anything else they want to add to this before we get to the bips and bobs of the week? Wolf, go. Uh, yeah. So, hey, guess what? When console release happens, things roll together. Go forth and conquer. Um, do they really think that it's not going to have some major hangups that are going to make people want to be like, all right, they gotta, they gotta cook this part just like a little bit more. Hopefully it's a couple weeks versus several months. Um, and then everybody wants to go over to the new hotness. Like Ro was saying, just as a maybe makes sense. I, I just think that they should keep it for forever because I think that there's people that will want it for forever. Um, I, I think if they have to keep it forever, that's a kind of failure on their part. That's what I'm saying. I don't disagree that it should be there if that's the better choice for players and it's a better experience. By all means, keep it there. But that's going to be a kind of failure on their part if that's how it plays out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that totally, actually. And, and if they can't make it so good that everybody wants to go there and half the people uh, are playing in Horizons, that divvies up our player groups even more you're going to have some people in horizon some people in odyssey some on xbox some on playstation some on pc some on pc and odyssey some on pc and horizons we don't want that permanently they just need to get odyssey to a spot where everybody wants to see that stuff right on uh all right <clears throat> so that takes us to the next subject which is bits and bobs of through the week there's a lot of stuff that happened this week little here and there and let's just hit them real quick lightning round style uh first off there's a bunch of new channels that are coming to the elite week server we're gonna have a fix edo suggestions where everybody can throw out like 
hey, this needs to this, this needs to that. And then we're going to have a fixed EDO log where I'm going to I'm going to be the only one that can post in there and I'm going to pull from the suggestion thing and just kind of keep it clean. So people can talk in the suggestion channel back and forth and argue over, no, it should be this way, it should be that way. But the fixed log is going to be me just having a clean timeline of this one, this one, this one, and and all sort of easy to, to access. We're going to have an elite uh, uh, dev suggestion channel. Same thing as the fixed EDO. The fixed EDO is going to be a more temporary one. Elite dev is going to be long-term. And elite dev log, same same thing. That, that one's just me. Uh, we're going to have an EDO engineering and match channel where people can talk about, uh, you know, <clears throat> all of this stuff like, you know, engineering and mats and how the grind and, oh, here's a place, go here for this thing, go here for that thing. We're going to have a Copolis channel where you can post pictures of your super cute puppies and kittens and llamas and whatever the hell else you got. <clears throat> you know, one of those little, what is those, Vietnamese pot belly pigs or whatever. You know, all that stuff's going to be there so you can post your stuff because people think that stuff is cute. Um, uh, so, yeah. There were new ranks that were added to Elite. Now people uh, <clears throat> who are grinding money, who are, some people are seeing like, oh, wow, I'm now uh, Elite Trader, like Trader Elite 1, Trader Elite 2, Trader Elite 3, all the way up to Trader Elite 5, and also Combat Elite 5, and also Exploration Elite 5, and Mercenary and Biology Elite 5. They, they go all the way up. That's that's a thing. I'm looking through here. I'm not seeing. Oh, whoops! I clicked on the wrong thing here. So I'm I'm like I'm not seeing anybody comment. So I'm gonna just keep rolling. But uh, this somebody have anything on that? Anything that I've just discussed here? Was that tweaked in Roy? Go for it. Tweaked. Uh, Roy had something here. Go yeah, for well, it. Well, I was gonna say. I mean, I, I like the idea. Of, first of all, all those extra channels you're putting in. You know, we, we the, the the elite week audience. Uh, everyone's a. Uh, it's like the prairie home companion thing. Everyone's above average. I think we, I think we see a lot of intelligent discourse here, and it would it, to the degree that we know that uh, some members of FDev sometimes poke around here and see some good stuff. This would be a great place to put excellent suggestions to avoid the the giant amount of noise that's in the forums. So just to say that, hmm. um, do we know on the new ranks? Is it the same as the other levels where it's like a doubling of requirement each rank as it goes up? Anybody? Has there been anything on that? Any intelligence on that? I think that the way that it goes, I'm not 100% sure, but based on information that I have, I think that it's kind of like prestige, where it's just the same of Elite again. It doesn't double no. like for Elite 1 to 2 to 3 to 4. It's just Elite, 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 Elite. And for each one, you get an extra little star. So it's like Elite with a star, Elite okay. with two stars, etc. All right. That's cool. Uh, the BGS is a mess. Wolf, hit it real quick. Oof. All right. So the highlights for this, this yeah, <laughs> Tweaked and I got into into a bit of a, a rant fest between this one. The the biggest one that is the major irritation because, you know, like it what you want, you know, go do missions, whether or not you can complete them, whatnot. The BGS is the heart and soul of the game. It puts factions where they are and uh, it, oof. So the tick time. So there's nothing in the API that, that, Elite puts out for any of the bots to figure out when the tick happens. It's all done by inference. Oh, hey, wait. Um, it can take hours before it hits a system that you care about versus the one next door that happened like when it was supposed to. So that's just 
it makes my my eyes bleed. Um, right now, you can pick up missions to hurt your own faction that you're working for. That's an excellent idea. Whoever came up with that idea, if it was a actual thing, uh, I've got a shovel just for you. Please fix that. We don't want to hurt our our own faction. Nobody wants to hurt their own faction. They want to do stuff to other factions. That's how the game works. Um, speaking with factions in particular, because we don't have that uh, that hacking game loop that you were talking about earlier, Kai. You have to go by an e-breach. Well, hey, guess what? Uh, anarchy factions are getting bent over hard. So when anarchy factions are no longer the controlling factions of the system, you're not going to get e-breaches anymore. There goes an entire game loop. You can still go to commies. Commies and anarchy. Okay. Well, which one's more fun? But, 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 here's what commies don't give you. Anarchy systems are the ones where you can go and steal a bunch of shit without getting fined. Yep. All your piracy stuff. Mm -hmm. It's insane. It's... uh, That's the tip of the iceberg. There is a ton of other stuff. As we reported last week, the... Ground stations weren't contributing to wars. All kinds of weird shit is going on with the tick. I have an update with that one. Go for it. Apparently, they have fixed ground CGs. They do count towards system-wide war totals. And they actually exchange properly at the end of a war. Mostly. Mostly. All right. Um, Mahan. Mostly and for now. (laughs) Mahan. Last week, he had a CG. There wasn't a whole lot of contributions to that. They only hit level one, so they were only supposed to get one station. Somehow, they got two. The answer there is Frontier wanted them to have two for some reason. We'll be looking at Mm. that. As uh, Wolf just referred to, anarchy systems are still getting screwed. That's not good for us. Even if you don't like anarchy, like even if you're not an anarchy faction... You still want anarchies there because it's places where you can go and do certain types of business. So there's a new bug causing ships to to perform worse over time. We have the ticket in the show notes. This is brought to us by Commander Osashis, who verified it himself. Your ship's lateral thrusters start to degrade. There's something that's happening if you get in and out of the ship. It basically makes your ship less and less maneuverable. But if you log out altogether from the game and come back in, it's like reset. So that's a weird bug that kind of sucks. Um, Wolf, I want you to talk about the high-grade signal sources and the crystal farms, both of those that you did this week. Um, we just we got to do it sort of on the quick. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So last night while we were doing show prep, I flew out to uh, HIP 36601, Charlie 1 Delta, because I needed Ruthenium. And the patch notes said, hey, we put crystal shards back in the game. Cool. We were going to go do that. Uh, and I was going to get my Ruthenium and see what it was like. Um, yeah, I couldn't find any at first. And uh, I blamed the heat map coloring because my type of colorblindness doesn't let me see shades of colors. And thank you, Roy, for uh, watching my uh, Discord live stream of like, okay, what the hell am I looking at? Where am I driving? We eventually found that you could actually get like crystal shards to show up. Um, you're only going to get, you're only going to get like maybe three 
or eight of them, like depending on the area, it's all in mountainous terrain. So super easy to drive that SRV around. Uh, and when I shot at one of the shards, it gave me iron and not ruthenium. So whoops, they're there. They're not easy to find. They're not dense, which we knew. And hopefully somebody will find like the magic spot and publish the coordinates because there's no longer a POI for them. And, uh, yeah, hopefully they fix that uh, what drops thing. And please, Frontier, for the love of God, I, I know in the UK it's a lot more of a thing than it is in, in the US for accessibility, but um, it, colorblindness, come on. That's, that's a, a rather common thing for males specifically of the human population to have. I mean, the, the type I have is a, a little more than most, but I have the one that affects 10% of the population. I have it as yeah. well. Yep. And also, uh, because Wolf needs to know where the magic spot is later on, I'll be having a little talk with him. I'm going to diagram the man in the boat. It's, <laughs> never mind. Uh, on that the subject, other, go ahead. The other thing is, is at least the high grades are there and they work because I went and did one of those too. Yes, the high grades work in Odyssey. The Crystal Forest, not so much. Uh, I mean, A... They sort of spawn, but not a lot. We need to find them. B, where they spawn seems to all be tied to, like, mountainous areas, so it's going to be a ball buster. And C, even though the notes from the patch says that they are fixed, they're not. They're not spitting out ruthenium and polonium and yttrium. They're spitting out, what, iron and lead or whatever right now. Carbon, all the level one stuff. Yeah. So, so no es bueno. Fix that, please. Um, <clears throat> all right. Next up, we've got uh, Operation Operation Ida's on strike. The bug uh, has cost... It lost all the work they did. They did, in one week, enough to fix completely Artemis Lodge and more than half of Betancourt and a good chunk of Donner's Oak. Then the next week came out and... None of their stuff showed up, and none of the places got repaired. They all got reset to zero. So Operation Ida said, well, fuck you. I'm going to take a week off or two or three. Now, I did see in the patch notes this week that they said uh, that they worked on it. I, we'll have to see coming back next week on the tick. Like, I'm sure someone from Ida is going to test it a little. And if it comes back and it's like, okay, this actually worked, our, our stuff took then i'm sure they will take a day or two and just flood them and fix those three stations but that's unfortunate i want to call out the scarab uh there's a scarab race video that looks uh very very awesome and a huge huge shout out to the elite racers black maze and friends they uh were like well it seems like this new sort of process is breaking our ability to do what we do how can we take lemons and make lemonade and they came up with this very cool concept of we're going to do a no pips to engines race so that there's the rule is you know like sort of no 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 big boost you're, you're just you're driving driving 
And I think that that could be super interesting and exciting and a new way to do it. If you're, if the race is not going to be a fliving race, but an actual driving race, I think that will be just ex- exciting and interesting to watch. And they're doing it with this new system where you go in two-man teams and you have a spotter in a ship above you who's giving you course corrections and you have um, <clears throat> the, what do you call it, um, uh, driver that's like taking the instructions like a rally race team. I, I think it's going to be uh, very, very, very cool. Uh, so yeah, big, big salute to them. Um, let me look through my notes real quick. Ah, there is a bug that is causing women to run around naked, apparently. It's messing up their armor stuff. Their glams are broke, so it's not displaying their chest their pants, and their shoulders. So if you see a hot chick just in boots, send her to LFT926. I want to check that shit out. That pretty much Does anybody have anything they want to add to the bits and bobs of the week? I mean, just one quick thing. I think, and it was it came out of the chat here. Um, Chronoton mentioned it, and I, I agree with it. Like, yes, they've put Crystal Farms back in. Apparently, Dev's hope has moved or whatever. And the point is, no one's fixed the underlying problem of uh, having to relog <laughs> to to get this stuff in any kind of frequency, and that's sort of so built into the structure of the game now. It's like it, it doesn't get talked about much. I, I know we bring it up from time to time, but um, was kind of hoping that that would be something that would get corrected in the new game. Maybe still will. We'll see. But it's uh, it's a it's a point, right? That you, you're having to sort of break the immersion and to log out of the game just to do stuff that advances you. Hundred percent. All right. So we're going to go ahead and move this along because we're ready to start wrapping this up. That's going to take us to... For news beyond the game, it's Frontier News. This is going to be a very abbreviated Frontier News. Right off the bat, we're going to say patch and change and maintenance. Yes, there was a big patch. The patch notes are in uh, the show notes. Go check it out. In addition to that, there was, of course, the roadmap. It'll be in the show notes. Check it out. In addition to that, there is <clears throat> there were two streams. They weren't worth watching. Don't check them out. In addition to that, there was Galnet News and Community Goals. Roy, take it away. Uh, so June 1st, uh, two articles. First one, Jupiter Division inspires corporatist movements. And then Aegis Megaship prepares to escape the Thargoids. That had a bad outcome. Uh, then we skip to June 3rd. Number one, Core Dynamics engages Jupiter Division in battle. Uh, that's going to lead to a CG. Um, the second one, the Tritium Mining Campaign Boost Alliance expansion. Uh, this is what uh, you mentioned, Kai, about the two starports, LHS-2522 and Sheru Sector FWWC-119. Uh, and then finally, June 4th, a- Aegis Megaship vanishes in hyperspace. My goodness, what could hyperdict a megaship? That's interesting. And that was the news. Uh, after that, community goals, we had uh, the one finished up, obviously, for Mahan's expansion. And then the two that are ongoing, the, as mentioned, the you can fight for Jupiter Division or for Core Dynamics uh, for the reward of credits. So I guess have fun with that. Right on. We're going to skip ahead now to uh, Roy's section. Roy, I know you've been feeling a little frustration with some stuff, and uh, <laughs> you, you you decided to branch out a little bit. I'm going to put this picture on the screen and then go get another drink. I'll be right back. 
Yeah, so uh, we're calling this segment Citizen Roy. <laughs> I took a break from Elite after last week's show and checked out Fleet Week in Star Citizen, <gasps> which featured an expo event at one of the main uh, cities showcasing many of the ships and where you could rent and fly any of the ships for free. Um, there was also a tour of one of the largest ships in the game, complete with AI tour guides, which worked surprisingly well. I mean, I, I've always been curious about Star Citizen. I always thought that the potato I run uh, couldn't handle it. We'll get to that. Um, so a quick rundown here of, you know, I was surprised at both what I found and what I didn't find. Here's some of the things um, I thought were good that turned out to be awesome. Um, and honestly scratched a particular itch that Elite is kind of failing on at the moment. Uh, ship interiors, they're captivating. They add to the immersion. Even with the dreaded extra walking, I didn't suffer from that. Um, there's some ship review videos from uh, a, a streamer, content creator called Morphologist, called an Architect Reviews, uh, where he basically reviews uh, over time various ships within the game. They're awesome. It, it really gave me a serious sort of the pilot ship review vibes. I'd say planetary tech that I saw, and that's what you're seeing in this picture here. This is just a random, one of the bodies I landed on, um, walked out the back of my ship interior standing on the ramp, and wow, that looks awesome. Um, it was, you know, it looked better than what I had hoped Elite would have, and it's better than certainly Elite has in its semi-broken planetary tech state is. I guess we'll see where it lands when that gets fixed. But Roy. Um, yeah. Don't you get tired of walking around in your ship? <laughs> no more tired than I do walking the length of my, uh, you know, cutter or anaconda at a dock in Odyssey. As I walk to, the, you know, I have to walk the length of the ship anyway. Um, and you know what? The and you'll see this in these ship review videos from morphologists. Star Citizen has turned ship interiors into an art form. Like there is a ton of serious design work. Um, I'm learning something about architecture from these reviews as well. They're just a joy to be in. Um, anyway, uh, the in-game chat, I met some cool and helpful people. Um, I ended up in prison after getting a crime stat, and that was actually a hell of a lot of fun. I also learned how to do on-foot mining while I was in prison to reduce my sentence. Um, there were some things I thought that would be a pain in the game that that actually weren't so i ran into a few gameplay glitches um they weren't that big of a deal um nothing that broke the game for me or disrupted you know anything for any length of time um i i'm you know i've only played star citizen since like monday so uh there were some things that i'd heard over the years that i wasn't sure whether were true or not still but progress is no longer wiped between patches uh, so it is, quote-unquote, worth it to save up for ships and upgrades. So those those game loops are starting to have some more substance to them. Right on. I'm currently, I mean, not as we speak, but this week while I was playing Star Citizen, playing it on ultra-high settings with a GTX 1070 Ti graphics card. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm typically getting uh, high 30s, low 40s frame rates in busy areas, and a higher frame rates uh, flying through space. Like, let that sink in for a minute. Like, that's um, that was pretty darn good and completely a shock to me based on the, the sort of modest hardware I run. Um, let me yes, be, the game. Yeah, uh, let me ahead. jump in with this. I want to be very clear. I don't want to mislead anyone. Do not buy Star Citizen if you do not have a solid state drive. I have yeah, heard so point. many nightmare 
stories. It, it doesn't matter if you have an older graphics card or you have a less uh, robust system. If you have a solid state drive, you can have fun with Star Citizen. If you don't yeah, have point. a solid state drive, stay away from that game. They have a great tool as well where you can look at a grid and see where your CPU falls along, I think, the Y-axis and where your graphics setup is along the X-axis. And it'll show you examples and you know frame rates to expect. And it's pretty um, impressive in how sort of well you can get along uh, with, like I said, modest hardware. It seems to lean almost as much, certainly on the SSD, I'm glad you brought that up. It also seems to lean almost as much on your CPU as it does on the GPU. Anyway, um, and one of the, I guess the last things I wanted to touch on, you can switch to the next picture now, Kai. Um, yes, the game, Star Citizen is totally unfinished, but the game loops that are there and playable have a super high attention to detail and they're fun. Um, RSI, Robert Space Industries, that's who makes Star Citizen, they also communicate progress to the community through a highly detailed roadmap webpage. And there's a snapshot of it up here on the screen where you can you can open up all those drop-down arrows and it shows a calendar and it's um although it's calendarized and I don't I you know I'm very new in the game they don't um uh there's some sort of process they go through where some of these things they get to a certain point and then they commit so they've they've somehow struck some kind of balance here between showing a fair bit of detail and what their goals are um without without in in the minutia you know committing to every single thing by a certain date Yes, you can you can rail about why isn't it done yet and so forth, but here's here's my point. I I had fun with it this week, even in the parts of it that are working, and it's exactly the parts that Elite doesn't have. So there's that. Um, if you do want to try it out, go I, ahead. I think Wolf has a point about SSDs. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so the the question the question i have immediately about ssds they come in two flavors there there's uh serial ata sata or an nvme drive that is ever present directly on the pcie bus is there any difference between those two or is it just as long as you have an ssd and not a spinny drive it's all good well i've got no clue what you just said i have an nvme um so I don't have a test point yet for a regular SSD, but given that both of those, I mean, NVMEs are definitely faster than SSDs. Both of them are at least an order of magnitude faster than a hard drive. So, Oh, certainly. Uh, I was just curious if, if just going with the one order magnitude up was good enough. Uh, I haven't, I haven't spec'd um, NVME prices lately. I imagine they really haven't done a whole lot different, uh, but I can pick up serial ATA attached um, to like a regular like plug in the cable style drive. Yeah. And they're they're super cheap right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well you can't buy a video card, but you can buy all the storage you could ever need. That's true. That's true. You know what? Uh I'll ask the folks I run into because I'm probably gonna be back there sometime between now and the next show. And uh You're maybe probably I'll report gonna back be that. back there sometime between <laughs> now and an hour from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, hey, if you want to try it out or tag along, in the show notes, we've got some referral codes you can use to get. It gives you some extra credits if you do decide to, you know, pay for the, I think the lowest tier is uh, 45 bucks. Um, I wouldn't recommend getting anything more than that because um, there's all kinds of stuff now you can buy with in-game credits. 
But there's two codes in the show notes, Kai's codes there, my codes there, pick one or pick someone else's, whatever. Just get the free stuff that comes with it. Yeah, so. do not. Again, this is the hugest thing, and Roy, Roy just said it, but I want to emphasize the hell out of it. Don't buy anything in Star Citizen except the $45 intro package. Everything else you can earn in the game. Don't be that guy that spends $3,000 on spaceships. If you're that guy that spends $3,000 on spaceships, you're going to get butt hurt and then be like, oh, it's not coming fast enough. I'm upset. I'm angry. If you just spend the 40 bucks, then you're like, eh, okay, they're working on it. Whatever. They're, they're perfectionists. It'll take forever. But it's still fun right now. So, yeah, check it out. It's, it is good, and it's getting better all the time. And with that... I think let's go ahead and transfer over to uh, Tweak's uh, console corner. All right. From Star Citizen to a whole different topic. <laughs> I obviously can't play Star Citizen because if if some of you haven't been with us before, I play on console. I play on the Xbox Series X. Uh, and that, I have found, has put me in a weird position with Elite Dangerous. So I did some soul searching, and I think what I found is... Really, it's been a perfect storm of sucks since pretty much the release of Odyssey. And, and and I think I'm not alone in this. I think a lot of people are feeling the same way. And what I mean by that is, as much as I thought I was ready for it, when Odyssey got released, it hurt. It, it sucked to watch everybody else play in the game that I've been so white knighting for, so excited to play for so long. It's been delayed, delayed, delayed. And then, boom, there it is. And then it went from that to disappointed that Odyssey wasn't what we all thought it was going to be and hoped that it would be. And, and, and then, you know, and of course, we don't play on patch day. So I, we didn't on Xbox. We didn't play on patch day. That's fine. That's all good. But then the, the, the firestorm started and Odyssey was a, a dumpster fire. And it required another little patch, and that broke it a couple of days later. And then another little patch, and that broke it a couple of days later. And then patch one, boom, broken again. The patch a couple of days ago, boom, broken again. So even just trying to play on console on Horizons, we're still not able to play the same old, same old game that we've had and been playing for years because of something that we can't touch at all. It's extremely maddening. And then on top of that, I get messages like this one, and I'll quote it, quote, I'm not going to waste any more time on Elite until well after Odyssey drops on console and all the bugs are fixed. Until then, it'll just be a waste of time and effort watching the community dwindle as it is, unquote. Another message says, I'll, I'll come back and try it in three to four weeks, maybe, but probably not. Those are just two examples, and I'm getting messages like that all the time. It's not good on the console side right now, and it's put me in a weird spot. I love Elite Dangerous. I absolutely, I've got 4,000 hours into it. I've done, I've got all the grinds done. I've got everything done in the game that there is to do, really, and I still play it. I'm finding reasons to play. I'm building new ships. I'm doing whatever I can. But it's just put us in a weird spot, and because of that, Roy, Roy's been playing Star Citizen. Well, a few days before Odyssey dropped on Xbox, well, on everything, the remastered version of the Mass Effect trilogy dropped, and I've been playing that. And I got to tell you, it's reinvigorated my love for my all-time favorite game, Mass Effect. If you guys don't know, the not only is the story 
spectacular, one of the best sci-fi stories of any medium. But the gameplay in it, where you're making the choices that affect the story, that, that affect your choices from the first game to the second game to the third game. You have the cut scenes with the conversations that transition so fluidly into movie action, sci-fi, gunplay, and everything like that. It's just a load of fun, and that's actually scratching an itch that I don't get with Elite Dangerous. I just, I just wish FDev would get things together. There's no game that scratches the itch that Elite Dangerous does, and people on console are hungry for it. And if, if another game were to come out that could compete with Elite Dangerous with the flight model that Elite has and the depth that Elite has, but actually put more content in a little quicker, Elite would be in big trouble in that regard from console. But I just wish FDev would get to it. And, and today was a little more uh, in, enthusiastic, I guess, when I saw that in July they're going to start focusing on consoles. And, and that'll help PC in the long run because they're going to have to do a metric shit ton of optimization to get it to run smoothly on the consoles, and then they can put that to the PC as well. But that's the first time we've heard anything about the console development in months, and that was a little bit refreshing. So a little bit of hope for the future, but uh, right now the console community is kind of treading water, so to speak. All right, there are four... Five. There are five lights. Uh, there are five videos that you have to see this week from the elite community. The first is Black Mage did a very cool sort of like station tour guide thing that I just thought was nifty. So you should check it out. The second is Cyber Blitz did a video called Elite Dangerous Odyssey Planet Tech and Observation. This video, I think, is a absolute must watch for every Elite Dangerous player. <clears throat> the link is in the show notes, but I'm going to also pop it right here uh, <clears throat> into the YouTube, and please, Roy, pop it into Twitch. You guys need to go see that video. <clears throat> Obsidian Ant put out a video. Odyssey Roadmap. It's short. That was... Obsidian Ant saw the roadmap they got came out with today, and like a half hour later, he had a video out that savaged for on on as far as Ant goes for his style, savaged Frontier for the roadmap. Go check it out. Maybe you agree with his points. Maybe you disagree. You can feel free to comment in his comment section and let him know. <clears throat> Drew Wagar put out a dearth of ambiance. And he had some things to say as well. Um, good stuff. And <clears throat> lastly, the Mighty Jingles put out Circling the Plug Hole, a crazy savage 30-minute long breakdown of some issues with Odyssey. Remember what I talked about, about how the grind is like <clears throat> so much harder? At the end, he was like, at a minimum, the grind of Odyssey is six times harder than the grind of getting all of your ships sorted in Elite was. It is much, 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 much harder. And <clears throat> he was not a fan of that. And he breaks it down and shows you how and why. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting, and I think people should see it. All right, we're going to skip real-life science for this week and, and space in the media. <clears throat> 
we're going to go right back to the feedback section. I, I want to salute some of you uh, fucknuts out there. Um, this is interesting. We live in a time where everything is so polarized, where everything has to be so far to the left or so far to the right, and there's no common sense in the middle. Uh, I have literally seen in the comment section of our videos, people side by side on the same video commenting, one saying, you're an F dev shill. You just sell whatever the company line is. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. Attack our great company. Why don't you just leave? Go away already. Right next to a guy who says, uh, or I'm, I'm sorry, you're an FDF shill. How, how dare you? Blah, blah, blah. Like all the pro side. Right next to the guy who says, you're Yamix. You're like mini Yamix. You are um, <clears throat> like... Uh, uh, you're 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 like attacking frontier for no reason leave go play star citizen already go whatever um first off spoiler alert stupid i do play star citizen i love it it's a great game i also own no man's sky i can't wait for uh 10 days from now when we get a sneak peek at starfield i'm interested in all of the space games doesn't mean that i don't love elite i love elite for forever i will always love elite but for the idiots out there who think that I'm just trashing Elite without cause, I don't accept any money for this. The only re I don't we have no mar we have no advertising, we have no Patreon, we have no nothing. And many people have offered. The only reason why I do this show is because I love Elite Dangerous. And the only reason why I criticize it is because I want them to stop doing dumb stuff. So that this game can realize its amazing potential. So, stop it, stupid. To the people who think that I'm an FDev shill, are you new? Were you dropped on your head as a child? Frontier kicked me out of their special secret squirrel group because I told everybody months ago, they're not being honest. They're farther behind than they say they are. Odyssey's going to have to get delayed again, or it's going to be released half-cooked. Um, yeah, I stand by that statement, and I think history does as well at this point. So, for all of you out there, for you little snowflakes that are all the way to the left and think that I'm a frontier shill, or all the way to the right and think that I'm a frontier hater, you're both stupid. I, I'm, I'm a human being who loves this game and is infuriated with Frontier sometimes for stupid choices that are made. Now, other people are free to have their opinions. You can say, hey man, I think you're too harsh and here's why. Okay, fair enough. You could say, hey man, I think you're an asshole. Fair enough. You're probably right. I mean, explain to me why, but like, yeah, I'm probably going to agree with you. Uh, but like, and this isn't addressed sort of at me. You, the people, all of you little snowflakes that want to write in the comment section that I'm either, you know, whatever, God or Hitler, uh, whatever. You can keep believing whatever. But it's you're attacking each other, too. Everybody is, like, so quick to, you know, I see this in the Discord where, no, okay, I see Great Dane XL. I feel you, dog, but did you get a fishbowl? No, they kicked me out of the group, so I never got a fishbowl. I never got a station named after me, 
And you know what? I'm okay with that. It's, it's fine. But here's the other thing. I've seen people savage my good friend, Boss Lady B. I've seen people savage my good friend, Down-to-Earth Astronomy. I've seen people just, oh, you're a liar, you're this, because you got a fishbowl. No, they're not. I mean, I've, I've seen both of those people make comments that are supportive of Frontier when they feel like Frontier is doing a good job and critical of Frontier when they feel like uh, Frontier aren't. So, like, no, stop. It's just, just stop with this shit. Like, okay, Panda's on uh, another little... Uh, Panda the Grey's on another little, you know... He's gone to back on a, the A train to Crazy Town. I just exposed myself. Yes, you're right. I'm totally an undercover frontier operative. Um, <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, what was your mom smoking when you, she was pregnant with you? What, like, what is your deal, dude? Because so much <laughs> happened when the Dark Wheel got anywhere near Seoul or LFP 509. So much yeah. happened, right? That they obviously did think. But, I mean, the important thing that I'm saying here is, like, understand that people can have different opinions than you without them being evil or even wrong. Sometimes there's just... Remember that song, There Ain't No Good Guys, There Ain't No Bad Guys, There's Only You and Me and We Just Disagree? Like, sometimes that's the way it plays out. Sometimes I like, you know, peanut butter and jelly and you like a ham sandwich. Neither one of us is right. It's just what you personally like. So I might see this roadmap and say, man, I feel so excited and happy about this part. And you might see it and say, man, I hate that part. Like, okay, doesn't mean we don't have to attack each other in the comment section of videos or in, uh, uh, you know, discords where whatever, like you can see someone make a, uh, comment that you might not you might feel a different way but it doesn't mean you don't have to like argue to the death over who's right and who's wrong you could just go like all right fair enough man yeah you think a i think b whatever i'm 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 a a spurs fan and you might be a a a lakers fan whatever i mean not lakers fan you're definitely evil and you're going to hell but uh, other teams yeah whatever um so yeah there's that This is going to be the last week that we don't do a state of the game. Starting next week, we are doing a state of the game. So it's going to be, you know, it's going to be what it is and whatever. We're going to, we're going to just, we're going to hang out with our wing out and that's just going to have to be good enough for people. Uh, Wolf, say goodbye to the beautiful people. Thank you for joining us on this fine Friday evening. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. It seems like a lot of you had some good ones to add in on the comments uh roy say goodbye to the beautiful people uh fly casual and if you can't um you know there's some other games you might want to try right on <sighs> tweet do your thing brother i can't thank everybody enough for spending a couple hours with us tonight i hope you had some intriguing thoughts and some good good ideas spurred from these conversations tonight and and let's have some fun with Elite eventually. Eventually, it'll get back on track, right? We have to believe. We have to believe. Yes, this game is so full of potential. I'm getting tired of potential. I want actual. Uh, my opening song was a dedicated to Frontier. Give me one reason to stay here. And I meant it. Give me, Literally, give me one reason 
to stay here. My closing song is going to be pretty much something that only the French and people that want to like look through the uh, what do you call it um, lyrics the translation ly- of the lyrics Google will get. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my closing song is uh, is is dedicated to Horizons Mode. Good night, everybody. Demain